Ready to light that fire by doing the things that make you come alive? Welcome to Health Raisers, a podcast for wise women. I'm your host, Dr. Nadine. I left a soul-crushing medical career full of bad news and evolved into a joyful health integration coach, helping hundreds of women find their healthy. You're more than your dress size. Stop putting up with toxic relationships, swallowing your true emotions, and sacrificing your mental health. Stop using your body as a battlefield. You're always giving. You deserve to put yourself first, not just for your sake, but for those you love. Wise women, let's make ourselves a priority right now. It's time to raise some health together. If you're ready to take the first step, visit npkhealthintegration.com and take the free questionnaire to assess where you are in your health journey right now. And if you're ready to take a bolder step into possibility with your health journey, email me at npk at npkhealthintegration.com to learn more about classes and coaching. Hello, everyone. I am thrilled to introduce my guest, Emily Clay, who is a pro-age advocate and community engagement manager. We get to have this immersive conversation today about health, being a healthy woman today, and also supporting a healthy community and how those two ideas are inseparable. I am absolutely happy that you're here, Emily. Welcome. Thank you so much. Such a joy to be here. So as we're beginning, I read your fascinating bio, which of course I will include in the show notes, but it seems that, you know, you're speaking my language, you know, not just caring about yourself, but also caring about yourself through time in a non-judgmental way, evolving with your health and also really being an avid supporter and believer in community. So my first question to you is getting right into it. When I say healthy, what does that mean to you? Healthy to me means mindset and also being cognizant of what you're doing to your body, what you're putting in your body. Because if you're drinking too much, if you're, <laughs> if you're eating a bunch of chips, you're going to feel awful and it, will, and it will show up every single day. So one thing I decided to do about a year or so ago is to re- extremely reduce my drinking. So I only have maybe two drinks a month and that's made a big difference. I've lost weight. I feel better, I can sleep better, and I don't I don't really miss it. I'll just have tea and do some yoga poses to relax <laughs> before mm-hmm. I go to bed. And so that's those are the two biggies for me. Why did you make that change? It just wasn't serving me. It wasn't during COVID, I know a lot of people did, did the opposite. And I thought, you know, it is a depressant and I don't need that right now. And I also thought I can do better. And I know that, and I have a lot of friends who have cut back on drinking as well. And it was important to me to to know that I could do it. And I have family members who don't drink at all anymore. And I just thought, you know, maybe, maybe I should 
try this. Now, you know, like I said, I'll have one or two, but it's really about once a month. (laughs) And um, I just feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. I sleep better. I'm much more present for my daughter when she wanders in the room and if it's nine o'clock at night. So all of it, it, for me, it just encompassed everything. I thought, you know, it's not serving me anymore. So when you do have those couple of drinks once a month, what do you notice in the moment as you're doing so? That it's social, that it's a way to appease somebody else Mm. and make them comfortable. And so I have, on occasion, put cranberry juice in a wine glass instead. Mm -hmm. Because there is that, oh, well, if you're not having anything, then I'm not going to have anything. And it's just, I don't want to go into all the health issues and mental (laughs) what happens. But I, you know, to my friends, especially, I thought, you know, I'm just going to have cranberry juice and it's fine. They'll probably not notice. And they don't. They don't usually notice. It's fine. (laughs) So I hear in your answer that there's this need or or an awareness of taking care of someone else in the moment. Yes. How do you let yourself off the hook? I think by remembering that I'm not responsible for other people's happiness. And there are some times when I just don't want to deal with the back and forth about it. Mm. I just want to hang out and have a conversation and Mm. not have that be any kind of issue. And so some people might say, well, why don't you get some new friends? (laughs) But but I think sometimes it's just easier just to have it, um, you know, uh, not be called out. And so remembering that I'm not responsible for other people's happiness or or even comfort. Okay. So how else has your health changed over time or your relationship with your health? So I eat mainly a plant-based diet and you know, I'm not completely strict, but I switched a year or so ago and I've lost 18 pounds and just feel better and realize that I was eating a lot of sugar. I was eating a lot of French fries because we were going out pre-COVID. And even though I didn't order them, I would grab them off somebody else's plate because (laughs) that doesn't count, right? (laughs) So French fries add up. And I just thought, you know, I need to figure out what's going on with my body (laughs) and try something else. And a, a friend who's a nutritionist said, you know, why don't you start by extracting things and then incorporating more fruits and vegetables? And so that's what I did. And I, I, I was pretty hardcore for six, seven months. And now I've gotten used to it. So instead of grabbing... So we used to have this huge jar of smoked almonds. You think those are going to be really healthy for you? No, they're not. So a handful <laughs> is about a... No, I think there was like something like six of these smoked almonds were over a thousand calories. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we would, you know, we would have it. So we don't have the jar anymore. But so I'll have an apple instead or a banana or make some broccoli. And that's made a huge difference. And it's not, it's, it's, I'm not, um, it's not a big sacrifice to get rid of the nut jar. Okay. So taking care of your physical body has clearly served you in, uh, in your energy levels and all that. So in what other aspects of your healthy life has a healthy body allowed you to do what you want to do? So a healthy body to me is being able to work out and be athletic. And although I don't run anymore, I did participate in 
a relay called Hood to Coast. And so lots of runners do it, but then there's another one called um, P to C, Portland to Coast. And it consists of all these walkers and most of them are older and it's awesome. Hmm. And so we sleep in a van and yes, that's a hassle, but so what? I was able to meet somebody in the neighborhood who's mm-hmm. really cool, really mm-hmm. kind. And so we just hit it off about different books that we've been reading and it's a, it's a stretch goal and it hurts. You know, you're doing seven, eight miles and you're, you're not taking a stroll in the park. You're, <laughs> you're, you're doing, you know, 10, 11 minute miles. So, so, so it's being able to do that and being able to, um, to yeah, to be able to, to work out and, and, and build up your muscles. And it sounds like a side effect is the social factor for you, which leads me into um, community. When I say, if I were to ask you, what does being a healthy woman within a community mean to you? What would you say? I think community is very important. And what I realized during COVID was that I could get the community that I needed outside of my little bubble, my little neighborhood by reading, reaching out to people, by joining actual communities. And from that, I've developed a lot of deep friendships. So for example, the first community that I stumbled upon, and this was in mid-2020, it's called Bento Society. Bento Society was started by the the co-founder of Kickstarter. His name is Yancey Strickler. And he wrote a book and it's called, This Could Be Our Future, A Manifesto for a More Generous World. And he basically has us in the group have four quadrants and it's now us, future us, now me, and future me. Mm. And so the idea is really about looking, yes, at your self-interest. Everybody has self-interest within these different Mm -hmm. boxes, Mm -hmm. but also to go beyond that and look at future us, whether that's community or your family, however you define us. And then then future me is how do you want to show up? How do you want to show up? And so it's really about goal setting, but he does ask deep questions, um, Yancey does, and he doesn't participate now, but but we have kept the group going. Mm. So so he says it's about moving towards a destination and making better decisions using this framework. And it's more about looking at your own values and goals and looking beyond the short term. And it's also asking yourself, you know, instead of valuing money so much, mm-hmm. what about other forms of value like having purpose and trust? Mm. and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard that, I thought, okay, that's really deep. And he wants to be able to help transform and the world and have this idea in 30 years. And that's a pretty lofty goal because he looks at things like the GDP and the hockey stick going up, up, up. And he said, you know, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And this was in 2019 when his book came out. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so that group has been good for me because there are a lot of wicked smart people there who I, I didn't know I could play with. Right. Mm-hmm. And one guy is a part-time 
professor at Stanford's D school. Another person's written a book. And, you know, I am, um, lots of entrepreneurs are part of the program. And so it opened my eyes to what was out there. What made you say that this is a group that you might not have imagined yourself being able to play with? I think because I had been stuck in a job I didn't enjoy and I absorbed too many, too many self-limiting beliefs. And when I left and broke out and met all these other interesting people, I thought, oh, I'm all, I'm all right. <laughs> so I'll give you an example. So I went to a dinner party in 2019. And I was talking to them about, I had taken a no-code course by Ben Tossel. And I was really enthusiastic about no-code. And there were a couple women there who were divorced and in their 40s. And I said, you know, this one guy learned Webflow, which is a no-code tool to develop. It's similar to WordPress, only it's supposed to be easier. Anyway, he learned all about it. And now he's making over 30 grand a month. And so I thought that would be helpful right? Instead, the woman who, and and she's a friend, but she said, gosh, Emily, I feel like you're selling me Amway. And so I backed up. I backed up and I said, oh, oh, no, no, no. I just thought it was interesting because this individual is making, you know, 30 grand a month and thought it would be, you know, kind of interesting to explore and and look at some of these no-code tools. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I told a friend the story and she said, Emily, you were at the wrong dinner table. They're not, they're not as curious as you. They're not, mm. you know, they're not exploring different things. And mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. Find your dinner table. Mm. And so Bento for me was the tip of the iceberg in, in terms of finding my dinner table. And now here's an ad from our sponsor. In the mood for coffee, tea, yummy pastries, or cool swag? My friends at Infusco have got you covered. Infusco Coffee Roasters is a cozy neighborhood coffee joint in Sawyer and St. Joseph, Michigan. Infusco stands for a healthy community. They craft irresistible seasonal drinks, sourcing local artisans' products. The flavors shine from quality ingredients, and their beans are roasted on site. They do not hide behind tons of sugar. Every time I go, I'm greeted by my name with a smile. Bad service is just non-existent. It feels like stepping into a friend's living room. They keep it personal. Old school, eclectic coffee mugs on the wall. Fun merch, including stickers designed by artists, t-shirts, and sweatshirts. It's the perfect place to get to know your neighbors and chat with tourists. You will always find people deep in conversation. Special events keep it fresh. Community, health, the heart of Sawyer. That's in Fusco. I hope to meet you there. Oh my goodness. I really love that. And and it... It takes me to another area I was curious about asking you when while you were talking. It sounds, and you've pretty much summed it up. There's moments where you choose what works for you. And at the same time, you're choosing to put down things that 
don't work for you. Like you started at the top of our conversation with the with the drinking and reducing that and how there have been so many benefits to it, but also within the community and within the types of experiences you want to have and the people you want to have in your life, feeding your brain, um, feeding your um, growth mindset. It sounds like you're looking for people at least that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that a growth mindset is very important to you. And so what's wrong with looking for those other people to sit down with you at that table who also have that growth mindset? Exactly. Exactly. So then from Bento Society, then I started a loom hire and got it really into the longevity economy met with amazing people who are doing extraordinary things there and emailed back and forth with Ashton Applewhite, who has a TED Talk with over 2 million views. She was on my podcast. She was? Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. She's fantastic. And and Sheila Callaham, who started AEA, and I helped her build that out. Um, and so, and Sheila and I have become good friends and traveled together abroad. And then I met Elizabeth White, and I met Elizabeth through Bento Society, actually. And she wrote 55 Underemployed and Faking Normal. Mm. And she went to Harvard and Johns Hopkins. And so the longevity economy and being passionate about the retirement crisis and how is this global demographic change and shift going to impact us? And how do we create better living situations in older age? And how do we make it accessible? I nerd out about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, Mm -hmm. because I found other people who are nerds too. And so and so the other piece of the, the community piece that I wanted to mention is I was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship to go to Modern Elder Academy. And it's put on by the man named mm-hmm. Chip Conley. Mm-hmm. He happens to be good friends with Seth Godin, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is how I found out about the podcast course. Um, but anyway, Chip Conley started Joie de Vivre, a boutique hotel in San Francisco. And then he went on to work for Airbnb. He was the oldest employee and he wrote Wisdom at Work. And they used to call him the Modern Elder. Brian Chesky used to call him the modern elder at, at Airbnb. And then he started this wisdom school for midlife people. And I really wanted to go, but I hadn't, I didn't feel ready for a year or two. And then I felt, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And so I met really interesting, cool people. And it was, it was extraordinary. It was really fun. And everything they do is research backed. And yes, it is personal growth, but they also coupled it with a, with a business program. Mm -hmm. And it's this guy, Tim Parr, who's just a badass. And he has this rebel brand called Caddis Eye Appliances. And so he doesn't call them readers because there's a stigma around readers. Mm. And mm. so being able to meet these people, and he talked about this story about mm. how Katie Kirk reached out to him and said, I'll do advertising for free. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow did the same thing. And we're just sitting around the pool talking. And I just had to pinch myself. I love these stories. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing these um, anecdotes. What I also heard in there, I want to flag it is the importance of language. How you talk to yourself matters. The the weight that language can have, the power it can have. I would not have thought about calling a pair of glasses readers as being limiting. But that's that's so interesting. He's he's a he's a force and 
He's a total babe. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. He's he's funny. He's humble. He's great. Really good guy. And I had been following him and had connected with him on LinkedIn way before the announcement that he was going to be at MEA. And so when I learned that, I thought, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing this. Sign me up. And so, so I felt really lucky to meet him and meet his wife and, and meet all these amazing people in the program. It was, it was, um, I am definitely going to go back. It was great. What are some other ways that you take care of yourself um, and take care of your community and, and how do they benefit one another? Every morning I go to, we call it the She Shed and it's a little art, art studio we have in the backyard. And I listen to classical piano. It's, uh, it's an individual by the name of Alexis French. And I just, and he's from the UK. He's just, beautiful uh, pianist. And then I have these really short meditations on my phone by the New York Times. It's called Seven Meditations that came out back in March of this year. And I use those. I use those. They're five minutes each. And I do it about four times a day. And then, and, 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 and I can tell a difference if I haven't done that. I can really tell a difference in how I, how, um, if I'm wound up, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to spend five minutes in the she shed mm-hmm. <laughs> and just chill out and think about the day and mm-hmm. think about how, how I can help other people. And the other piece of that is I'm, I'm really good at connecting other people. So if I meet someone and I feel like there might be a connection somewhere with somebody else, then I will ask permission of both people and then connect them. And it takes some time, but it's really rewarding for me to see those friendships develop. So for example, I did a different startup incubator and it was called Thai in Portland. No, it was Techstars actually, sorry. I did Techstars in Portland for for the weekend. And I was paired with a man named Roberto who's from Mexico City. And he has the most curious mind ever. He's a designer and a builder and he's building out, he's building a drone. Well, I had called on somebody who I became, well, friendly with. I'm not friends with him, but I know him well enough. And he started a drone company and he's probably in his 60s. He's also fluent in Spanish. So he's comfortable speaking Spanish with Roberto and... He lives part-time in Panama. I mean, this is just a dream connection. And Roberto needed help with figuring out the legal piece, mm-hmm. figuring out, you know, and so anyway, so they're, they've connected. And so I've done that a ton. People have gotten married because of some of my connections. I mean, I'm good at it. I'm careful about it. Uh, and I don't do it all the time. But if I see a spark in someone that they are passionate about something, mm. and then I'll reach back in my network and say, hey, do you mind speaking with this person? Wow. So much goodness here. Thank you for sharing. As we are winding down, because I could talk to you all day. I say this a lot, but really, you thank you. I, I've learned a lot today. And I hope that my listeners have too. If you were to think of a question to ask the women who are in my audience, the wise women who are in the virtual living room with us, what would you ask them about their health? I would ask about what they're doing to really look at what they're consuming 
not only food, but also what you're watching, what you're reading, how much time you're spending on social media, and ask yourself if it's serving you. Is it serving you? Because if it isn't, then, then, you know, look at that, be willing to look at it Mm. and make a change, make a change and take that action. And then you'll see huge benefits. At least I have. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. Thank you (laughs) for having me. It's so fun. This has been a lot of fun. Wise women, stop using your body as a battlefield. Move from last place to first place in your life. Let's raise health together. Take the first step and visit npkhealthintegration.com for a free health questionnaire. Ready for more? Email me at npk at npkhealthintegration.com to learn more about classes and coaching. And let's start a conversation. Thanks for listening and taking this time for yourself. See you next time.